diabolical defeat. The Republic victories outnumber their losses. The Jedi have been unable to stop Separatist advances in the Outer Rim. The ever-elusive General Grievous stays one step ahead of his opponents. With thousands of droid armies at his command, the Jedi can never predict where Grievous will strike next. Until now. Once again, Bucketheads, Mevar Tigar, welcome to the 66th Jedi Rescuing episode of MandoVision, Nargai Tom. And wait, did I just say it's the 66th episode of MandoVision? That can only mean one thing. Execute Order 66. We did it. We've made it to 66 episodes. I can quit now, because I got to say that. I got to be Palpatine. I got to say it. Execute Order 66. It's the only impression I have. But I think my Palpatine's decent. What do you What do you all think? Should I just give it up? Quit now while I'm ahead? <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for checking out this small independent Star Wars podcast. The best way to reach out to us on social media at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. If possible, or so inclined, and you want to defeat the evil algorithm with us, sweet, 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 five-star reviews. They are the weaponry that we need to, to gun down the algorithm and, and put it back in its place, and, or just get rid of it completely. They are, those are the best ways to help a small independent podcast like us stand out, not get lost in the shuffle. So thank you in advance for taking the time to do that. Hey, we're back. It's another Monday. We're here to do... Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Welcome back to our rewatch series, going back into the history of Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and, and, and uh, you know, kind of breaking it down again, pulling it apart, and, you know, for, for people like me, this is, this is a, a way to revisit the series. Uh, I haven't watched it all the way through in, in quite some time, uh, even, though, uh, even though I love it dearly. It's, you know, sometimes going back to watch shows over and over again is challenging, uh, particularly when, when your partner in life is someone... Uh, who doesn't share your love for the Star Wars. So so carving out those those nooks of time can be a bit of a challenge. But we're making the effort here for the podcast and that's all I could ask. What a great way what a great way to rewatch Star Wars, all the Star Wars is, is to be like, I'm sorry, hon, I have to do this for the podcast. People are counting on me. And then uh, the eyes roll, but I get to watch the show. <laughs> It works out great. Don't worry. Everything's a-okay. <laughs> but we are here. We're in Season 2, Episode 9, Grievous Intrigue. And uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys about this. You know, General Grievous, not my favorite of the Star Wars villains. Uh, you know, his his pesky habit of always escaping arrest or destruction annoys me. His uh, cough annoys me. Uh, but he's, he's an interesting enough foil that I don't, uh, I don't hate the character, not by any stretch of the imagination. He's just not my favorite. 
It's just not my favorite. And, you know, we will, there will be a dedicated episode to talk more about that down the road. But, but for now, we just roll with the punches. We, we know that Grievous is going to escape. Because that's what Grievous does, and also because we know we we kind of know his endpoint. We know uh, when he will finally meet his maker, meet the maker, if you will, and uh, that's all. That's all good stuff. So, it, but it is kind of fun to see the sort of development, the sort of history, the the back and forth between he. It, I don't know if he's the right word, but between Grievous and Obi Wan Kenobi. So that's a lot of fun, and I can't wait to. You know, that's just going to be how the show goes for the next five or six seasons. We just get more and more into that relationship and exploring that. And it is kind of fun because it is kind of fun uh, talking about Obi-Wan. At least I like talking about Obi-Wan. It's going to be good stuff. All right, so let's get into the episode proper this week. You know what you got to do. It's that time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. Stand by. Grievous is boarding. Status report. There's too many of them. Get yourselves to the escape pods. I will deal with Grievous here. But sir, they're commando droids. That does not matter, Captain. Now go. Okay, so here we are. We're back. It's again season two, episode nine, Grievous Intrigue. Uh, this episode originally debuted on January first, twenty ten. So uh, a New Year's Day episode of Star Wars: The Clone Wars for everyone to enjoy, assuming they had the day off. From work, and uh, hey, that's always a nice thing, right? Uh, this episode is uh, an interesting one, and I am very excited to talk talk about this one, uh, particularly because we get to, we get to talk about another Jedi Master, and that's always a lot of fun too. So our plot for this episode is: Master Eithkoth has tracked down General Grievous, but is soon captured and tortured as an example to the Jedi. Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Adi Galia mount a rescue attempt, unaware that Grievous is expecting them to do just that. This episode is directed by Giancarlo Volpe, written by Ben Edlund. And if that name rings a bell, or if it doesn't ring a bell, uh, Ben Edlund uh, is is some some is is a known name for a lot of comic book fans like myself, uh, particularly if you uh, were uh, of of a certain age in the '90s, in the early 2000s. Uh, he is the creator of The Tick, well, which is a uh, beloved independent small press comic book. Uh, it had a, in in in, a, in an insanely good animated series. Uh, Saturday mornings on Fox, and then there was a live action series with uh, uh, Patrick Warburton as the character, and then also in another Amazon series uh, of the Tick came out a few years back as well. All very enjoyable. Ben Edlund's been involved in all those those uh, series and stuff like that. He also was a big part of the Angel, uh, you know, creative team for that spin off series from Buffy the Vampire Slayer back in the day. So Ben Edlund is is uh, is a guy who has has. Done a lot of stuff on TV, a lot of stuff for comic books, movies, things like that. I think he was involved in Serenity and and and, and Firefly, all those all those great shows. Uh, and and to see him doing an episode of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, I thought was really really pretty cool. So when I, his name flashed in the credits, I was like, oh man, that is pretty awesome because I'm a big fan of a lot of stuff that this guy does. His uh, sense of humor is so uh, unique and so well developed. If you've not checked out The Tick or explored any of that, find the old animated series that was on Fox. Uh, so many, so many just insanely funny things. It, it was really kind of ahead of its time and uh, uh, still ranks as one of my favorite animated series of, of all time. Uh, this episode, our cast for it is, uh, let's see, Matt Lanter is Anakin Skywalker and the tactical droid. You'll notice the tactical droid in this episode is a little bit different. You know, he's got the red eyes. His voice is not quite the same. Obviously, Matt Lanter uh, doing a little, little uh, double duty in this episode. 
James Arnold Taylor is Obi-Wan Kenobi in Plo Koon. Matthew Wood is General Grievous in the Battle Droids. D. Bradley Baker, the one the only, is the Clone Troopers, Captain Rex, and Commander Cody. Chris Edgerly is Eith Koth. Uh, Angela, Ange excuse me, Angelique Perrin is Adi Gallia. And Tom Kane returns as the narrator, Yoda and Admiral Yu Lauren. So this episode has a lot of really uh, interesting trivia to me. So I wanted to, I wanted to share some of the stuff in here uh, because we get our first look at Commander Wolf, who you may remember from way back in season one during the Rising Malevolence episodes. Uh, he suffered some injuries, and you see him now with with a sort of like a like a, a cybernetic eye, and I thought that was interesting because I, I I sort of paused when they said. Uh, when you hear Wolf's name, I was like, wait, I know that name, and I had to kind of like flip back through my notes. I was like, oh my gosh, this is all the way back in season one. Uh, another interesting tidbit here, you know, the main Jedi uh, that we're following in this episode, the, the Jedi has to be rescued, Eith Koth, uh, in, a, is, in a 2003 book taking place, you know, recapping the events of the Clone Wars, it was, it was said that Eith Koth uh, and Sora Bulk both died in the Battle of Geonosis in an explosion on a gunship. Uh, but... Dave Filoni asked George Lucas if he could bring Koth back, so they were a okay with it because because uh, Bulk reappeared uh, in in uh, Sora Bulk made a, made an appearance in a Dark Horse comic at the time, so that that sort of got Filoni to be like, well, if he's still around, why can't I get Koth and, and bring Koth onto the show? So they they let him, and uh, it's pretty cool. So we we see and also a number a number of new Jedi character models in this episode. You'll notice when they're having that that sequence with like the briefing where where. Uh, Grievous is 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 showing that he's torturing Koth and it's sending a message to the Jedi. Uh, you'll notice a, a lot of new Jedi's in the background, including a Weequay a Weequay Jedi, the Sora Bulk, uh, a Nikto Jedi named uh, Macus Salas, a Runian Jedi named Halsey, though at one point was named Tukravalu, a new Twi'lek Jedi named Finn Erte, Blue Skin Calamari, Edgar Oki, and a long tailed beak nosed Cossian is Terra Sanube, who. Uh, will be in an episode later on down the road. So, so you know, those the, introducing those new character models is always kind of fun because, you know, they may just be a pop up in the background of something now, but usually you'll get to see them again throughout the series, and usually sometimes in the in the case of of Terra Sanube in a, in a larger part, which is very very interesting. Uh, I also wanted to mention real quick. Oh, there was also a rumor that that uh, uh, General Grievous was going to kill Koth in this episode of the show. Uh, but Dave Filoni decided he wanted to save him in case he in case he could use so he could use him for later episodes, which I also thought was a really interesting little tidbit. So yeah, not every episode of the of the Clone Wars has has like a lot of fascinating behind the scenes trivia about it. But I thought this one had some really interesting things, uh, particularly the the aspect that that you know in the Clone Wars movie, you, Goth dies basically, but they they sort of resurrect him because they're like, well, we never saw a body, right? So. Here's Koth and, and Sora Bulk also back in action. Our Jedi fortune cookie for this episode. For everything you gain, you lose something else. All right, this episode opens with intense combat sequences as General Grievous boards the the, the star cruiser of Eith Koth and his Republic forces. Intense battle breaks out. You get some great stuff with Grievous. I, I have to give him credit. His entrance is really cool, the way he uses his lightsabers. to You know, it's sort of like an inverse of of the the opening sequence from Phantom Menace, where Qui Gon is using the lightsaber and, and moving through that door, uh, it's it's sort of interesting to see Grievous use the same tactic on this one to get to to get to uh, uh, the Jedi, and the the sequence turns out pretty great. They 
the droids, Grievous and his droids dispatch the clones pretty quickly. And I like the way that the the commando droids sort of form a perimeter around Koth. And, and actually, I think it's magnet droids at that point, but there are commando droids in this episode as well that are heavily used. Uh, so really, really good stuff. I like the way they sort of form a perimeter around Grievous and Koth so they can engage in battle, but they're not above like taking cheap shots at Koth when his back's turned or it looks like he might have a slight upper hand on, on Grievous. Good stuff in that in that combat sequence. It's a lot of a lot of really fun stuff, and um, you know I thought about kind of talking more about Grievous's cough. Uh, it's it's one of the, the the kind of hiccups in in Star Wars continuity that that I don't want to say it gets on my nerves or it gets under my skin because it doesn't, but I always thought it was really neat the way it was show it was sort of depicted uh, in in Gennady Tartakovsky's Clone Wars animated series. And then again, in a um, in a book that came out, I, I want to say it was Labyrinth of Evil, but I could be mistaken. But it was a, it was a a prequel era book that was set just prior to the events of Revenge of the Sith. And both those books sort of depict the same thing: Mace Windu doing uh, uh, sweet force maneuvers to like crush Grievous's chest plate, and in doing so, damaging like the one of the few parts of his body that's still organic, his lungs. And that is what causes his cough when we when we meet him for the first time in episode three. Uh, in in Star Wars: The Clone Wars, they've kind of undone all that, and unless the implication is that that maybe in the Tartakovsky, if they're going to acknowledge that, um, because I think that was set before, you know during the heart of the Clone Wars, not just prior to the events of episode three. So maybe they are acknowledging that another little little hint that. They are acknowledging the events of Tartakovsky's Clone Wars series uh, by ha- by having that cough there, but it it's because it's sort of um, I, I guess like maybe it's just a, a passing tribute, but I wish it was kind of more fully explored and you know maybe a direct reference to the events of that episode of that of the of the Tartakovsky Clone Wars series would have been really really cool and really neat, but it is what it is, you know. So they sort of leave it am- ambiguous, and and for people who don't know that old series or didn't read that book, uh, you're sort of left to wonder like where did this cough come from? Uh, so it's it's sort of interesting uh, that it's never really fully explored. And instead, I I talked to people who are Star Wars fans who are always like, yeah, that was weird. I didn't understand that, and you know you kind of tell them, and, and you know some people don't fully embrace. The, the cartoons and the animated series or, or any of the books or any of the other stuff. They just want the movies. And that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly acceptable. Um, and in that case, you, you, you know, because there are fans like that, yeah, you probably can give a little bit more context for why he's uh, hawk, you know, uh, coughing up, up, up a lung at certain sequences in, in, in his appearances. But that's just, you know, that maybe that's just me being a little extra nitpicky, but... Hey, just embrace that that other Clone Wars series. It's now on the Star Wars Vintage tab, and if you haven't checked it out, do so. It's awesome. Something else to mention for this episode. I want to give a little background on on Eoth Koth, uh, because he is a visually interesting Jedi Master. You may wonder a little bit about those horns. Like, hey, that's kind of a familiar look. Like, I've seen that before. You sure have. Uh, he is a Iridonian Zabrak. Zabrik, you're thinking Zabrik. I know that name. Like, why? Why does Zabrik ring a bell? Because Darth Maul is also a Zabrik, but he is a Dathomirian Zabrik. So you can see like the subtle differences between the two, but there is a similar genealogy to the to the two characters. Um, and obviously, you know, we all know Maul's very uh, tatted up, 
He's got the, the all the Sith tattoos, all the Sith the the branding on him. You know, he very he 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 is the brand of the Sith. So that's why they are similar but different at the same time. So Ivkov, Iridonian Zabrik character, uh, and he has a really interesting uh, history in Star Wars. You know, once he was saved from death. Um, in in Attack of the Clones, they they really help flesh him out a lot more and give him some more interesting things to do, uh, and 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 at one point he uh, he you know he ends up uh, leaving the Jedi Order, uh, he, he's forced off the Council, and then uh, he decides to to leave the Council and he goes to become a priest, uh, but a priest who can have a family, so he has a wife and a kid, and uh, you know he thinks he's all out of the galactic politics, but once Order sixty six is is issued, uh, you know they spend the Vader and the Inquisitors spend a lot of time hunting down, you know, rogue Jedi, former Jedis, anyone who slipped through the the fingers of the clone troopers at during Order sixty six, and and you know, Koth thought he was one of these ones that he'd stayed hidden. He wasn't part of the mix anymore. He was just this priest of the of the Church of Enlightenment, and and, and uh, Vader tracks him down. Vader tracks him down, and battle is to be had because now Vader now uh, Koth has to defend his family, his wife and his child from. Uh, the Dark Lord of the Sith and and the Inquisitors, and uh, this all took place in in uh, Darth Vader's uh, Dark Lord of the Sith comic book. I think it was in the in the twenties, somewhere in the twenties, twenty twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, somewhere in those in that block of of issues. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. It was really fun to 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 kind of follow up with that character and catch up with him in the comic books as well. So uh, he's he's led an interesting life. And if you want to know more, you can always go on the internet and Google him. Because, uh, uh, again, he does have an interesting history about him, and I thought that was a lot of fun to, to sort of talk about. Because he, he will pop up in more episodes of The Clone Wars, so we'll, we'll talk about Yudkoff more as, as we kind of go along with the show here. But let's go ahead and, uh, you know, if, in case I didn't say it before, he gets captured by Grievous. I mean, we kind of laid it out in the plot, right? Koth is going to get captured and tortured by Grievous, and uh, they're going to send a message to the Jedi. And uh, here's Grievous sending an actual message to the Jedi. Let's check it out. Greetings, Jedi. It would seem once again one of your order has lost his way. And even better, a leading member of your Jedi Council. Listen to me, Jedi. I do not care about your politics. I do not care about your republic. I only live to see you die. The younglings get scared. What? Death will not come so easily for Master Koth. I will make him suffer endlessly, because I know that is more painful for you all. <laughs> There's that cough. He's a <clears throat> Away with the younglings. Much there is to discuss. Alright, I'm going to play a little bit more of the scene here, but this is also the only time in the episode we get to see Ahsoka. No speaking lines for Ashley Eckstein in this episode, but this is the only time we see... Ahsoka at work here as she's helping escort the younglings out of the room. I'm not sure why the younglings would be in the room for this. I, you know, maybe you should have cleared the room a little earlier. <laughs> Just a thought, Yoda. I'm not telling you your, your business, but hey, get after it. All right, let's play the rest of this as the Jedi begin to uh, formulate a plan. You know, of course, Obi Wan and Anakin are going to have a plot, a plan here. They're going to want to rescue. They're going to want to rescue their 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 friend, their colleague, their coworker. Uh, you do have to wonder though. You know, that message very much, to me, gives the impression of, of, like, you know, baiting the Jedi. Like, like you're trying to provoke a response from them. And, and that's exactly what Grievous wants. And the Jedi happily give it to him. Uh, and I, they don't really come outright and say that they know that. 
But you you got to think at this point the Jedi suspect, at the very least, particularly Obi-Wan, who's had enough engagements with Grievous at this point, that that uh, he would know to expect more than just what's here. Just just a simple rescue mission that Grievous might have a plan or two in play. Let's, let's, like I said, let's play the rest of this message, this little sequence here. It's time somebody finally put an end to that monster. On that, agreed we are. How to find him? The question remains. This is the part where Commander Wolf After pops up again. After engaging Grievous, we lost contact with Master Koth. He could be anywhere. Commander Wolf has found a message in the hollow transmission. Play back the message. All right, this is when we see in the hollow transmission that Eothkoth is giving hand signals that are, that are uh, coordinates of where he is or where they are going. Presumably where they are going, because they aren't there yet. <laughs> we, do, we do see his ship, Grievous' ship, arrive at the planet there. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to turn the volume back on there. But, yeah, this leads to the formulation of a plan for the, for the Jedi, and we're going to play that for you here in just a moment as well. All right, here it is. Let's go ahead and play this. This is the beginning of, their, of the Jedi plan. And waiting. I shall engage the Separatist fleet and send you the coordinates of Grievous' command ship. Just make sure you get it right. I always do. How do you plan on getting Grievous aboard your ship? That's Adi Gali right there. The good general and I have a history. I'm sure he'll want to even the score face to face. Meanwhile, we'll jump in undetected and board the command ship. If Master Koth is still alive, we will find him. Hopefully, by the end of this mission, we will have saved Master Koth and captured General Grievous. All right, there we go. That is the plan. So the Jedi have their plan in place. They get to Seleucami, orbit above Seleucami, another planet we're going to talk some more about later. We've already been mentioning Seleucami in our Bad Batch coverage, so if you're paying attention, you will know the name. Uh, and Seleucami has popped up already a couple times on, on this series. But let's kind of touch base. Let's see. I, I, again, I always love James Arnold Taylor's Obi-Wan, so let's see him in his conversation here with Grievous, because it's, it's always a hoot. General... I knew one day I'd catch up to you. Kenobi, what a surprise. I assume you are here to bring me to justice. You know me too well. Indeed I do. Prepare to fire all cannons and be alert. Where there is Kenobi, you will always find Skywalker not far behind. The enemy ships are faster and more maneuverable. I suggest caution. Draw them in. I want to board that vessel. I shall kill Kenobi face to face. And there's Grievous's plan. So you get get all the plans right there. This is when, again, the Star Wars ensues, and there's action galore. And it's, again, part of the plan. Once all the ships are engaged in combat with one another, Republic and Separatist forces. This is when Anakin's little strike team is going to pop in, deftly fly, and enter to Grievous's ship so that they can rescue Koth. It's uh, it's it's again visually exciting stuff. I have no complaints with the action in here. One of the things that I, I've really, you know, I've mentioned before in, in, in some of these rewatches, is uh, I find the action just so enjoyable and it's so very Star Wars. And you know, watching the show the second time around, uh, I, I appreciate it so much more than maybe I did the first time around, where uh, you know I was busy just kind of processing things as I took it along. Seeing it all again, so much fun, so much levels of so many levels of enjoyment here that uh, uh, it's it's hard to go wrong. 
All right, so let's pick up with the battle. You know, uh, Anakin's strike team's in place. They're boarding the ship. Grievous is over attacking Obi-Wan Kenobi, and they're engaged in battle with the hopefully Obi-Wan able to pull off his part of the plan. But let's, uh, Grievous has his own ideas. He's over there with some Magna Droids, and uh, Mortal Kombat has ensued. Let's check it out. So, Kenobi, is everything going as planned? That depends on your point of view, General. Yes, it does. Love that point of view. And here's some more great combat stuff. Can't get mad at this stuff. Great lightsaber sequences. I'm here without a plan, and you wouldn't come alone. Tell me, do you think Skywalker has rescued Master Cloth yet? And that's when, Anna, or that's when Obi-Wan gets clued into the fact that there is a plot in place. And now we cut to Anakin's team. Surprise. Not exactly. And here come all the commando droids. That's well, a lot of commando droids. At least they're not destroyer droids. The general's description of your tactics have been 100% accurate today. Very impressive, even by my standards. <laughs> So that's a funny sequence because I really enjoy the idea of Matt Lanter talking to Matt Lanter. Remember, he is the voice of that tactical droid in this episode. And a slightly different tactical droid than we've seen before with the, with the red eyes. All right, so Anakin and Adigalia are, are engaged in rescuing Koth against those commando droids. Let's cut back to Obi-Wan versus Grievous and the Magna droids. Uh, a really interesting uh, exchange between Grievous and Kenobi in the sequence. So I want to go ahead and play this out. Again, you'll hear... You'll hear a lot of battle going on, but it's uh, it's worth it to hear the lines. Check it out. Your plans have come to ruination, Jedi. I hear a lot of talking, General, but in the final accounting, what does all the talk get you? A futile quest for power, a mutilated body, and your place is Dooku's errand boy. I'm no errand boy. I am not in this war for Dooku's politics. I am the leader of the most powerful droid army the galaxy has ever seen. Yeah, that's not a good answer. <laughs> An army with no loyalty, no spirit, just programming. What have you to show for all your power? What have you to gain? The future. A future where there are no Jedi. It's an interesting plan by Grievous. It doesn't. All right, we'll pause. We'll pause the show right there. And a very interesting exchange. You know, we haven't had a chance to really dive into Grievous's uh, backstory just yet, and, and and you know his his obsession with the destruction of the Jedi Order and eliminating them from the galaxy. But again, we know Obi Wan's not going to die there. But we also know that Grievous isn't getting captured or, uh, or or destroyed in this episode as well, because we we know. Ultimately, where these characters' fates all end up. So, but it's still fun and compelling and very, very interesting stuff. Uh, we cut back now to Anakin Adigalia and a, another fun lightsaber exchange battle here against those those commando droids. And and what, one of the takeaways from this this sequence right here is uh, the the tactical droids torturing uh, Koth with this with this button, uh, this device that he has around uh, like his his 
what, what the robot might consider to be his forearm. Uh, and Anakin severs that, and it leads to kind of a fun little sequence where the tactical droid is trying to get that arm back, and eventually he will pick it up his arm again, but uh, because he's holding the severed arm in one hand, he has no hand to use the button to eliminate cough. So <laughs> it's a funny sequence, but it's also very uh, uh, in, in keeping with, with you know, Anakin's sort of you know, weird, perverse... <laughs> Well, maybe not perverse, but his, his sort of a battle-friendly sense of humor. So what happens next is it's just just crazy, all-out action sequences. Grievous attempts to escape from Kenobi. Uh, by the way, Obi-Wan uses uh, some sweet force moves by slamming a, a, a magna droid body into Grievous and throwing him up against the, the, the transparent steel windows. Uh, it's fantastic. Good stuff. But then it's, it's uh, Grievous' turn time to make his escape. Again, he orders the ships to fire on all the Republic ships that are that are boarded to, that they're attached to. Uh, a, a chaos ensues. The Republic forces have to get away. Grievous is trying to make his escape. It's a lot of really good back and forth. Uh, the collapsing uh, tube that connects the two ships together, you know, th that goes vertically and they're all falling. It's it's awesome. Adagali is saving Obi Wan. You get Galia versus Grievous because Grievous is trying to get back to his ship. Uh, or d debris from the Republic cruiser exploding and crashing into the Grievous' ship, so it's damaged. Uh, it's it's just it's just the, the, those last like eight minutes of the show are just bananas. Just really good stuff. A lot of great action, and it caps off a really fun episode of the show. We don't, you know, again, we know Grievous is getting captured, so that's that's all well and good. But it's always fun to see how our heroes are going to make their escape if they can achieve everything they're trying to achieve, and and. Uh, that it, it's again, you you know, you sort of know the beats, you know what's going to happen here. But it's it was a fun episode, and I love the action. It was so good. There was a nice intensity to it that uh, that can't be overlooked and understated. So so a well done episode. Just you know, uh, I I I'm, I'm going to give you a rating in a moment, but at the same time, I want to go ahead and play like the last little bit of the episode to kind of close this out. So here, this is Republic forces are back on Republic forces ships. Everyone's back where they're supposed to be. Let's play it out and, and wrap up the episode. I'll get Mastercoth to a medical frigate. You all took a great risk rescuing me. You're welcome, Mastercoth. Since you divided your forces, Grievous is still at large. I would have gladly given my life if it meant bringing that monster to justice. Well, at least we all live to fight another day. There it is. And they wrap it up just like that. So, yeah, a, a great episode. I really enjoy this. I think it's eight stars easily, eight lightsabers, whatever it is we're saying uh, for our rating system. Uh, really, really solid stuff. I love the action. It was intense. And it's it starts basically from the beginning. The opening sequence with Grievous uh, boarding a Koth ship to capture him. Just a great action sequence with fun lightsaber battles. This episode is packed with lightsaber battles, and it's so very, very enjoyable. I give it an 8 easily. What, what did you all think? Feel the same? Am I way off base? Reach out. Let me know. You know the best way to get a hold of the show is at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Let's get out of here. Let's wrap up this Star Wars The Clone Wars rewatch episode and uh, give you all the vital information. Remember, we are on all your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Audible, Amazon Music, and so many, many more. 
If you're on Apple Podcasts and you can take the time to write a five-star review, they are so insanely helpful for uh, for spreading the word about what we're doing, helping get the word out, get more listeners to come and check out Mendivision. And uh, if you're a new listener, we, we can't thank you enough for checking us out, and we hope you've enjoyed the show and uh, that you stick around and hang out with us because we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. You know, once we we're gonna take a little break and get away from uh, you know rewatches and, and, and covering the new episodes because there's there's a lot there's so much Star Wars to talk about. So we're gonna have, we're gonna have some, a lot of variety episodes coming up down the road. Just wait for those. It's gonna be a good time. I'll give you more details as we get closer to the to that time period. And in the meantime, though, thanks for listening. Remember. We do the Clone Wars rewatch episodes on Mondays, and Fridays are, are dedicated Bad Batch reviews, and uh, those have been a lot of fun. I hope you're enjoying that series as much as I am. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening. This is the Mandavision Podcast. My name is Tom, Nargai Tom, and uh, it's, it means so much to me that you've taken the time to support this show. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I look forward to talking to you all very, very soon. Remember, this podcast can only end one way, and this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.